that flickering on the TV or is that just me? There is a little flicker. I noticed there was a flicker last week too. Love a flicker. What's the frame rate setting on the camera? You're asking me difficult questions. Rugby! Rugby! There was a lot of rugby on at the weekend. Too much, some would say. Too much. Not uh, for us. I'm we love it. Fine. We, we love we it. We like a bit of rugby. Um, I do want to start with a little bit of kind of unexpected rugby. Like we've been okay. leading off with the World Cup because that's the, that's the big the big cheese at Fantastic. the moment. But the Japanese uh, kind of pushed the All Blacks a bit closer than we expected. It was dicey. It was very, very dicey. But welcome back, firstly. Yeah, we've been off for a week. Yes, we often take weeks off because... Uh, what's, what's the excuse for last week? I was really on me. I sent you a text. Do you want to do a podcast? And you're like... No. <laughs> <laughs> I was up north. Yeah. Recovering from a hangover. Okay. I went to the women's rugby that day. I couldn't... And I didn't watch any of the rugby the week before. So if you ask me anything about the games from the week before... Right. Just... I will give you a sort of wise and knowing nod, but right. there'll be completely nothingness behind my right. eyes. Which is generally how I get through most business meetings. True. Yeah, yeah. Ask me ask me a business question and I'll show you the look. What are the... What are... <laughs> What are the uh, what are the numbers looking like for Q four? You know, look, it looks as though we've got consistent growth. Right, that's Which, what she said. <laughs> Speaking of the <laughs> Japanese game, I watched. I'm a massive super fan. I really am of of the two cents live uh, or live feeds. What do you call them? Live live streams. Live streams. Yes. And I completely sabotaged. You it. did, but that was alright. That's something uh, yes. a bit different. Yes. I, if I had the time, I'd love to do like a <laughs> extraction a, of every joke, a mega, a mega compilation of all yeah. your dick jokes. Because basically, they weren't even really jokes; they were just dick Re- references. Yeah. <laughs> I said, to, I said to Mark at the beginning of his live stream, for every dick joke, I would give him a dollar. And well done, you made it to fifteen dollars. And they got looser and looser as yeah. the night went on. You really struggled up front. Yeah. There were a couple of times A couple that flowed naturally, but the majority was just like something something penis. Yeah. So, well there is <laughs> rugby really lends itself to a dick joke. Yeah. Like anytime someone beats a man <laughs> it's right there. Like right. someone as soon as someone comes through a gap, mm, it's right there. Man, exactly. So many, even the stats. Exactly. Defended, <laughs> Exactly, you know, <laughs> these guys are really growing into the game. They're growers, not shallows. Yeah, yeah, yeah indeed. A lot yeah. of possession. <laughs> I don't know how we can make we think, See, that's, that's where you struggle. You go too far. You just got to take the, the low hanging fruit. <laughs> don't think too deeply about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. You were saying things like, um, it's got quick hands, like Tony and his cock. <laughs> It was a bit strange. I'll yeah. give you that. <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, hey. Good times. Yeah, it was fun. It was a great live stream. You did well. I do like live streaming the games. Speaking of which, before we get into the game, can we can we do it mm. for the France-England um, game? You want to come around here? France-New Zealand we'll, game. Oh, yeah, France-England. Well, let's not... Pre- that's not the final, necessarily. No. Is that Saturday or is that Sunday? Saturday, 7.30. Okay. Oh. I'll just need to check with my old man to see which day he's coming oh, around. Right, okay. Well, don't want to piss off Gaza. No, we don't want to piss off Gaza. No, don't piss off Gaza. No. But we do, we do, we've said that we'll do a live for the uh, for the World Cup, absolutely. so we'll, we'll definitely get it done. 
Hundred percent. Yes. All right. All right. All right. Well, let me know. Um, but yes, the All Blacks. The All Blacks. They picked a team which was to be expected. They they put some guys in who hadn't had a lot of game time. RTS got a start yes, in the twelve jersey. I we saw Fin- right. Finlay Christie. Didn't you play know, so well. Yeah, he's been like performing off the bench, and yeah. it's like you got to give this guy a start to see what he can do. And it was just yeah, didn't didn't line anything up really. But I felt like it was going to be a tough tough task not because we were playing the Japanese and the Japanese are a lot better than what we get them credit for mm-hmm. and, and the fact that there have been a lot of the focus on the bad performance of the, of the All Blacks which it was mm. which is kind of what we're used to now sadly under Fozzie True. but the Japanese have come on in leaps and bounds we or, can be a little bit guilty as New, New Zealand fans of sometimes not giving the opposition credit yes. for just making our lives difficult yeah 100% and they did that they have absolutely they've got some great coaches Tony yeah. Brown Jamie Joseph they've obviously got some real smarts. That's the team that basically led the uh, the Highlanders to mm. their championship when That's they right. got there. And, you know, they've had enough time in the saddle over there. They understand mm-hmm. the culture, the players, and all that sort of jazz. But they're still saying all that. The It's inescapable that your blacks played like mud mm. still. And a big part of it for me comes down to the fact, what on earth were we actually trying to achieve in terms of the goal... The future goal will be in the World Cup, right? Mm. And we know that any great team, yeah, the basis of any great team is combinations. Mm. And that team had zero combinations. Right. There were no, like, the, that team is not going to be in the World Cup final. That no. team's not going to win a World Cup um, knockout ta- knockout game. Mm. You know, Finlay Christensen's not going to be passing to Mwango, he's going to be passing to uh, RTS, to, mm. to, you know, like, that's, like, there'll be some incredible changes of fate for that to actually happen. So mm. I was like, it didn't seem to serve a purpose, and it was a great game for the Japanese, but it seemed to be uh, one where they felt guilty about blooding some players, getting them some game time. Is it just depth building? But to, to build depth, you still need to build combinations, mm. and those combinations, we're likely never to see that team ever again, again play. One and one's not going to be enough. Yeah, I, I don't really see what the benefit of, of playing that particular team. And for me, obviously they got there in the end and it got a little bit dicey. The, the Japanese had a moment. Just if they got, you know, one of those freak moments where they, you know, Pirafeta drops a ball at the back or they get another yeah. crazy drop, you know, um, that charge down was immense. That was one of the best charge downs the I think best. I've ever seen in my life. I don't think life. I've seen a better Did charge. Did he hit in the face or was it just his I hands? But like face, arms. And then, and then he, 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 he gathers it without like dropping it. Like, cat-like you've, seen, you've seen loads of charge downs where... It goes to ground and yeah. he, you know, gathers it back up. But yeah. one motion. Incredible. And then the wheels to get there. Like, yeah. Man. The living the locks dream. Basically. Yeah, that, that was incredible. But like a, another moment like that. They had a couple of tries like that and they're drawing the game. That's right. Yeah, you know, and... There were some who said that our first try, the lineout was crooked and the second try, the pass was forward. So if you take those two tries out of the game of a game which finishes 38-31, yeah. Yeah, that's a totally different story. But I mean, you can... You can, to a degree, make that kind of shoulda, coulda, woulda yeah. argument with literally every game, and you 100%. can boil it down to how many different decisions. This guy was offside. This ruck was, you the know, breakdown. Yeah, do so many different ways. I saw you obviously during the live stream, and you were yeah. pretty pissed off when that all back try was actually. I thought yeah. it looked forward, man. Like, I mean, I try to be kind of philosophical about it and go, look, I don't have as good a view as the ref. Yeah, and it has to be blatant, and yeah. our camera angles can be genuinely deceiving. I, I, I get that. Like from what we look at it and go, it's a hundred percent forward, 
from that camera yeah. angle, yes, but maybe not necessarily. But I, just look, the gut feeling told me yeah, it looks a bit dodgy. I didn't think it was forward. I thought it was backwards out of the hand. Right. You want me to explain my logic behind it? Go on, it looks super like, okay, behind you, get there's a open that drawer, there's a tennis ball in there, right? Give me that tennis ball. Okay, right. for the listeners, I have a tennis ball in my hands. Right. So, it, he's obviously, so it was Moanga really who passing it to RTS. Yeah. So, when he was bursting through the tackle, he was extending out fully, all of his, and his arms were fully out to release the ball. Right. So, his, that's where he's got to release it going backwards. Right. RTS is standing there. Right. Okay, between him and the ball, like making like a triangle essentially. Right. So, his body is essentially behind RTS's, which, which always is, looks bad. Right. But still, when it comes out of the hand, it's coming out of the hand backwards, backwards still, you know, and that's and that was what it looked like to me yeah. when I saw it. It looks it's one of those ones when a guy's running full tilt and then passes and it drifts forward. Yeah. You know, he passes at the moment just before he gets tackled. Right, you know, oh, that yeah. one always it looks, looks like, dodgy because the, the motion of the body and sometimes because you go in a full tilt, the ball naturally just drifts. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like you can be running. And with someone behind you, throw the ball up behind them, and yeah. the ball's still going to travel forward. There's literally videos of that yeah. explaining how forward passes, the reason why the law is backwards out of the hands, because it goes forward. Yeah. Which I, and I think uh, there's a lot of old school people who are like, a forward pass is a forward pass, the ball can't travel forward. Yeah. But some, you'd lose some of the greatest tries in the game For without sure. those fast-moving backline plays and stuff. Because mm. the ball's still coming out of the hand backwards. Mm. You know? I do feel like that's that was about that was one. very scientific we got there wasn't there it? has to be some kind of scientific solution to that I refuse to believe there's not some kind of like GPS thing you can put in the ball I know it's hard because rugby is changing directions so yeah. often that it's like which direction is forwards but I would have thought that's the kind of thing where there has to be a scientific solution to it at some point to detect whether it's travelled forward I or not. I think that's miles off. And we look at, you know, look. let's look at the world's most popular game, football. Right. The VAR. It took them fucking donkeys to but actually they, get that. They didn't want it. Was yeah. they, they were very anti, like, slowing the game down, yeah. basically. Because, I mean, they've seen countless other sports, including rugby, become really stuck in the yeah. quagmire of let's have a look at this from 12 different angles 100%. kind of thing. And the, one of the arguments was, and they people who complain about it still, you can complain about it for any sport, but one of the best moments in sport, you know, you could say the same for hockey, is that moment, you know, the ball hits the back of the old mm. onion bag and it's just ecstasy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like for it to go, hold on, let's check it. Yeah, You're yeah, just, it just takes them. Sucking all the wind out of. I the, kind of felt of like that with the, with the Japan game when Japan scored that last try. Yeah. And then the Kuhimino kind yeah, of did he drop I, it? Did he drop it? But then the fact that they kicked the conversion, they're back on halfway, and they're like, hold on, folks, let's take a two minute three. Yeah. Look at this. I felt like if the Japanese guys would would g'd up and the All Blacks guys, you know, they're like, yeah. shit, we're going to be the first team to lose to the Japanese here. Yeah, yeah. Um, They've got that extra couple of minutes to settle themselves down, and the yeah. Japanese lose that momentum. Like that's the kind of thing I hate about the TMO. Yeah, I like. It's professional sport at the end of the day, but it's the first time I've seen that. Like, I wasn't actually aware. I thought once the kick, the conversion's yeah, taken, changed it recently. That, that, you know, that's yeah. that's lights out. Let's move on, yeah. basically. So that's the first time I've seen them go back any further. But yeah, it did take it out, like the wind out of the sails a little bit in that moment where you know I was at home just going shit yeah. this could be historic exactly like you know we could 
we could really screw the pooch mm. here. Um, and I guess, what does that do to the players on the field, though? Mm. You really think that benefits your blacks, or the all blacks could just sit there in their own anxiety and, and stew on it? Or, I like, mean, you I could guess argue you, it both you ways. could argue it both ways, and it may be individuals genuinely react to it different ways. Some guys would have the moment to calm down, and other guys, that moment of thinking about it could be detrimental. But yeah. I don't know. Like I know these guys, at least at the all blacks level, have mental skills coaches, and yeah. they go through their processes to make sure they aren't. Have you got a blue mind? Right is now? That, is that what they call it? Yeah, be calm. Oh. Have a blue mind. Okay. Don't have a red mind. Oh. Have a blue mind. As easy as that, is it? <laughs> exactly. Okay. That's right. That's right. I, I've heard them talk about that shit before and um, and actually start to really look forward to those pressure moments. Right. You know, that's... The, Richie McCall was big on that. Yeah. Like, he was yeah. one of the guys after 2007, they were like, we have the skills, but something keeps breaking at World Cups and yeah. it's, it's up here. Yeah, 100%. Mm. Yeah, because there was that... 24-year period where we choked over and over again and over and over again but we won the game yes we did but bloody hell that felt like a loss it did feel like it was a loss. A, my dad described it i think as a uh it's like having sex with your no that's not how he described it at all <laughs> it's like i was about to say it's like having sex with your your mother's your your wife's mother basically i think he said moral <laughs> victory for the japanese it's is a what call he said. back that way <laughs> To earlier podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Moral victory for the Japanese, basically. Yeah, I guess so. And Jamie Joseph, whether it be a Freudian slip or an intentional burn, still doesn't sound particularly good on the All Blacks. He really? said, we, you know, that was a great start for us, but we're going to have to be better next week when we're playing better opposition. You know, like, you did you hear that? I like, yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was talking about the English. That's a burn. Yeah, yeah. Well, it kind of just spilled out. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But like, yeah. yeah, that is a burn. That is a that is a burn. Yeah, Fozzie's and gonna need it, some cream for that. Yeah, yeah. We've still got Fozzie. Like every time this All Black team, you think, okay, look, we won the, you know, we won that, you know, that first game. We had a terrible end of year last year. We yeah. won the first game against Ireland relatively convincingly. We absolutely shat the bed. Then we shat the bed against South Africa. We thought it's all over. Yeah. They pull off that incredible victory. Yeah. Then you think, okay, things are right. Are back on track. We're kind of bipolar, right? It's either yeah. all doom and gloom, and then, or it's all coming right. And then we're <laughs> fucking. Then we get lose to Argentina at home, and like, yeah. why have we still got this, you know, mm. dude at the top? And then they somehow pull the rest of the rugby championship out their buttholes, yeah. and then they put up a performance like that against Japan. Mm. You know, then that sounds very disrespectful to Japan. Japan is a team that in nineteen ninety five we beat by one hundred twenty nine yeah. points. Talk about and, teams that have come a long way. And well, I think the most recent victory was thirty eight points, something and, like that. Yeah, twenty eighteen. It was a similar situation because it was prior to a World Cup, a year up from a World Cup. We sent. I'm, I don't remember the exact lineup, but I'm pretty sure they played a few guys. It was either their first test, mm. or you know, guys who hadn't. Like, same thing. I hadn't had that many minutes. They put them in, and they still got the job done pretty comfortably. Because we have exceptional <laughs> talent. and But it looked to me out there, obviously a lot of very talented players out there, but there were no leaders. Mm. And I, I just have big question marks about Moanga when the pressure is on. I felt like a lot of his gameplay kicking was aimless. Pretty average. And didn't really do anything. Whereas you know that whatever the situation in the game is, even in those games where we lost against Ireland, um, Barrett was our best player mm. on the field even though he got a lot of stick because he, yeah. he was playing against a, playing behind a forward pack going backwards mm. but his in-game kicking was amazing yeah Bodhi's class yeah 
and he would have been he would have just settled us down in those big moments and plugged the corners at the right moment found space at those right times or just provided that moment of just absolute pure class because you know he's he can find time where mm. other players can't you know Moyang has got all the skill in the mm. world and is an exceptional exceptional player and he's, he's amazing when his team is playing well yeah but he's not often in, if we look at him with Crusaders and you look at him with the All Black teams he's played for he's not often playing in teams that are struggling mm. he's not often whereas Bodie's grown up with Taranaki um, the Hurricanes, the hurricanes <laughs> and, then he goes and, the, the and the Blues and he's been the number one man for the Blues that is weird how when the Blues acquired him they seem to get better I mean, they're, 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 it's more than just body, but yeah, they, they generally did seem yeah. to lift. I don't know what yeah. it is. He's very calming. Mm. Like, you, when you've got a player like that, like, a number 10 is our quarterback, basically. Mm. You know, That's you, been the Blues problem for God knows how long. Yeah, and like having a, number, having a great number 10, having a great um, halfback, and also having a really solid 19 combo. Well, great Blues players have always had great 19 combos when it was Stevie Devine and Carlos Spencer yeah. you know those that, that era and then and now when we've got Finlayson and Bodie Barrett and I think who is the other number nine that we've got at the moment you should know you're I'm two thinking cents. Jonathan Ruru but I know, I know it's not him yeah. Sam Nock maybe yeah but, and he plays well as well yeah. so I don't know it's I, I, I really think Barrett's our number 10 Barrett for 10 everybody Barrett for 10 distracted said it Jimeno was pretty good. I remember just because I went through my notes for the game and I was just like, All Blacks, blah, blah, blah. And then Jimeno wins a turnover. All Blacks, blah, blah, blah. And then Jimeno gets them out of jail. And then who's the guy who scores the try? Even though it got TMO'd and yeah. some people said it was dodgy, but I mean, Jimeno's the guy. He was, he was great when he was yeah. with the Highlanders. Like the dude is just on another level. Yeah. yeah. And even Michael Leach, who's getting on, he made a ton of tackles. Yeah. So, Do you think there's an element of... Uh, you know the Japanese circled us on their calendar going we're playing the All Blacks at home mm. and they built they're like that's the one they're focusing on that's the one they're building to that's the one they got in the back of their mind mm. when they're having those early morning trainings or whatever's going on whereas we're like rabbling a team together before to blood some players before we play the real kind of tour yeah, thing. yeah that's yeah. probably a factor I mean it's kind of like reminiscent if you've ever watched English football, how they go and play a cup game. You know, they've got the league, yeah. they play their best guys, and then they've got a cup game. They blood some of the guys who haven't maybe had that much game time. They're playing a team which is maybe a division down, but for that team, they're playing. It's the biggest game of the year yeah, kind of thing. 100%. So that team lifts, that team doesn't perform yeah. maybe at the same level. I had yeah. that kind of feeling about it. But I mean, again, I don't want to take anything away from Japan because they were, they were flipping good. They were flipping good. Oh, yeah, you got it. <laughs> Um, we're laughing about the fact that we have a very, very, uh, what would you describe our technology in, on the podcast for keeping that on the screen? Manual. Um, I'd describe this manual. <laughs> yeah, it's a very manual process. Hasn't <laughs> yet been automated. No, we should have. We, we, we probably could figure it out. Well, we probably uh, have it. Sticking your fingers on. You've got very long arms. I've got mighty arms. Yeah, I can reach yeah, the floor. It's pretty good. Um, but are you, other big talking points come out of the game. Brody Retellick gets Brody a red Retellick. card. Now, by the time this video goes up, we'll probably know his fate. As we record this, we don't know what the judiciary is going to say. for the rest of the tour. I've seen some people saying, I mean, there's always like this with any kind of rugby yeah. big call, but some people say, nah, nothing wrong with that. That was fine. Yeah. And other people saying, you know, he's not going to make the tour at all because he's going to be banned for pretty much the whole time. Yeah. I, I, I've seen on Twitter a bit of like ref shaming as well when they don't give red cards. I'm like, oh, yeah. just, you know... It, 
we want to protect people's heads. We don't want dementia. Mm. But rugby is a dangerous ass sport. It really is. Mm. And there's going to be collisions, all that sort of stuff. And I'm not excusing what Brady Retallick did. Mm. That's definitely a red card every day of the week. But, you know, when you're going through the age grade system, when you're told to clear out rucks, you're told to basically, you know, hit anything you can fucking hit. Get, get them out of the way. Yeah. Get them out of the way, get them low. And it's really difficult when a guy is like jackled over the ball. You legally, by the laws, have to enter from the highmost foot. Mm. So you have to enter directly at that player's head. Yeah. Like if you come in from the side, if he attacks him from the side safely, mm. he's entering the ruck from the side and he's getting penalised. Yeah. And like, you know, it happens constantly. A lot of players do it without getting red carded. Yeah. But it's just such a common occurrence. And I, yeah, I think he's gone for the rest of the, the tournament. But it, I, I, I don't know how they prevent it from happening so much. It's an interesting one because the argument here is guys can't fly in like that. Yeah. Like, you know, you need to be in control of your body when you when you go in, which is not something that happens all the time. We see it no. all the time where guys fly in. They don't always hit the head. Yeah. Um, and then sometimes we see the crock rolls, right? Where yeah. the guys end up... They have, We've seen some horrendous leg yeah. injuries, but um, Sam Warburton, the former Welsh captain yeah. and you know famous jackler, he's got a couple of videos on I think it's like Twitter page or something where mm-hmm. he he's showing people techniques where you can clear someone out without flying in and without crock rolling them. Yeah, right. where basically you come in and kind of push them what I backwards have. and slightly to the side. So, I but wouldn't... it's all about you. You've got to be very precise in the way you do it, which I guess is the overall argument. You can't fly in. If you're going to go in, you need to be precise or you need to not do it, which sounds easy on paper. But when yeah. you're playing at 100 miles an hour, maybe easier said than Absolutely. done. Absolutely. And there's so much emphasis on winning the breakdown, That's winning right. the collision. Yeah. Like if you're not, if you're going in at 95 versus 100%, yeah. you're, you're, you're going to get absolutely mothered. Yeah. You know, and like by, I don't I like, oh, I, I think it's just something we're just going to keep on seeing. Yeah. Like I don't think they've got a magic bullet. Although I would love to find... Uh, watching the Scotland game, there's a couple mm. of things I think we should talk about in terms of like Sam Kane and Colsey and their yeah. exclusions. Yeah, but yeah. I think if we're talking about Retallick, we've got to talk about the uh, was it what's his name? Young, Young, yeah, the, clean, yeah. Um, his cleanup was kind of similar, very similar. He just flies in. I want to know what parts of the body are allowed to hit that. The was head. hilarious. I've never, like, I watch a lot of rugby. Do you? And it's surprising how many times you'll be like, I've literally never seen that before. <laughs> and a ref. Doing, uh, going through the process of just saying like, well, he's hit him, he's pretty high force, but yeah. because he's hit it, if it's a shoulder, it's definitely red, but because he's hit him with the bicep, it's, it's just a yellow. Like, Isn't the argument basically, is it just that that's very bony and that's got, that's more fleshy. But when the fuck has that ever been a thing? No, it's never been a thing. It's exactly. never been a thing. What is crotch to head? Like, what, you, is, what is thigh? What's ankle? What's knee? Like, what the fuck, man? I want to know about crotch to head. Okay, crotch is... I want, I want there to be a massive matrix system about crotch to head, crotch to leg, knee to head, right. foot to head, right. like, and a whole... The refs are going to need a little a little flow chart to go absolutely. through every time there's a, be like a TMO the call. Lewis system, basically, yeah. on every time there's a, a, yeah. a rugby incident, yeah. basically. It's just... Uh, I mean, there's a kind of logic to it, I suppose. You'd probably rather get hit in the head with a bicep than a shoulder, but <laughs> or a cock. It's just, uh, it's just uh, something. You I don't... really want to talk. I really want to have a day where the TMOs are literally talking about. Well, his crotch has really taken full blow to that man's <laughs> head, <laughs> ripped straight out of his trousers. Oh. Like that's what I. 
I want there to be a day. Will, there, will that day occur? Can, can we hope Never for say it? never, man. <laughs> never say never. We're say never. rugby. With rugby. Yep. Mm. Things happen. Um, before we get on to Australia and Scotland, you mentioned Sam Kane's out for the tour. Boom. He's injured. Sorry, sorry. Uh, sorry. Dane Cole's bloody calf, man. Like, that's just a sign you're getting old. Yeah. If you right. keep doing calf injuries, that calf's been bothering him for a couple of years now. What is he coming up? 60 or something? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, he must be up for the pension pretty soon. <laughs> yeah. But he's out. And then yeah. Tupolotu, DMAC, RTS, and Eno all yeah. get their bags packed for the um, for the All Blacks 15. DMAC didn't even play. All right. So what was he in the squad for? Come a little bit across, my dude. There you go. I think he was initially... Because the Barrett boys had the funeral to go to, so I think he was initially... Oh, right. So he was just... Kind of cover. He was just random injury cover. So yeah. Perifeta, DMAC, Enor, and RTS. Perifeta's still there. It's Tupolotu, right. DMAC, RTS, Enor. All right. Okay. So three backs, one forward. So they'll get a bit of game time now, but they won't be touring with the main squad. Mm. That's the crux of it. So basically, you're told, we've got no plans for you to be a reserve in any of these games. Pretty much. Yeah. Go get some game time with the ABs, 15... The All Blacks 15, which we're coming I know you about. love that, no. I hate that. The All Blacks B... No, All Blacks... The New Zealand B team. Basically. Can we just call... Stop calling it... The All Blacks is meant to be a sick... Okay, well, I've been we, down we, this we, road. We've been we, down this road. Yeah. But yeah, it's a big loss in terms of leadership, losing Retallick, Coles, and Sam Retallick still might get off by some miracle. With the judiciary, it's seriously a roll of the dice. So this is when you got to think about the dick joke. He might get off. Lens... <laughs> Lands itself straight to it. Um, that's the only thing. I do. I write my pieces and I go, okay, don't make so many dick jokes. Don't. Right. And they just, they come out of me. They just keep coming. <laughs> they just keep coming. Damn it. Um, yeah, but that's a huge loss of a lot of experience. I I, I really don't think Retallo's got much of a shit show in hell to, to get out of it. That was my impression as well. I saw that yeah. and I was like, that's going to be red. Sure enough, it was red. I can't see him getting off at the judiciary. Yeah. But with the way things go at the judiciary, it would not shock me to see him get off. Just because it seems like a bit of a lottery at times. Getting off. <laughs> I'm so I'm I've ruined this podcast with too many dick jokes. I'm sorry. It's all right. Okay, yeah, it's well, it's it's a shit show. And look, Wales. Wales is up next. Wales is up next, and by oh boy, oh boy, they will be licking their lips. This is is this their big, best chance to get one over the All Blacks in ages? I think it's a, by far it's Scotland's best chance the next week as well. Like, mm. this is a fragile All Blacks team. It's a volatile All Blacks team. There's will a lot it be the same once we get all the combinations back? Once the Barretts are back and maybe, but then also, how many weeks have they been off? How many? You know, mm. you get better when you're playing week on week on week. Yeah. And they've had mm, five weeks off. A bit of rust, off. maybe. Yeah, so a little bit of rust could catch them on the hop. You know, could get an absolute steamer of a start. And uh, yeah, the Mutual Appreciation Society number of 69 years. Mm. That's how long it's been since, they, right? since they won the uh, one against them in 1953. It's been a wee while. My and dad not, was a young fella. Well, my dad was born that year. Is that right? Yeah, he was. Um, so... Yeah, 1953. And fun fact for you, uh, at that stage, the the ledger between the two teams was Wales three wins, All Blacks one. So they had the wood on us in 1953. Wow. And we've had, since then, a winning streak of 32 games. It's not bad. 32 games. You know why I know all this shit? Because you get to do a video about oh. it. We're looking forward to it. Where is this video coming out? <laughs> 
when's the Wales video coming out? Because I the don't game, think the, it is. The game, the game is this weekend, so I, the clock I, is ticking. My problem is, guys, like, I make videos sometimes, but it takes me ages to edit them. For everything you see on the screen, it's about a minute, and a bit of minutes worth of editing. It's about <laughs> everybody... That's my video. <laughs> Every minute you see is about an hour's worth of editing. So if you see a 12 minute video, it's 12 hours. And I have a full time job and all that sort of stuff. But I've written something. So I'm considering just sitting there with a piece of paper and reading it. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Get a whiteboard. <laughs> it's a great investment. Can I go to your house <laughs> and record the video? And record the video in front of the whiteboard. <laughs> It'll be classic. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. We confuse a lot of people. It would be. Mark Dunphy would just, his head would explode. Yeah, explode, yeah. Yeah. Um, we talked about the Aussies and the Scots a wee bit with that one incident, but that was a, a one-pointer. It was a one-pointer. Can I... Okay, they did win the game at the end of the day, but mm. I want to say something I've never said before. Okay. I feel sympathy for Australia. Ooh. <laughs> Hot take. Yeah. Hot take. Hot did take. not see that coming. They... They have been on the, like I know they got, they look on paper like they have awful bloody discipline. They right. really do, and they do don't they really don't help themselves at all. But, I think James Slipper said in like a pre match press conference, like if there's one thing I want, I want to have a game where the Wallabies have good discipline. <laughs> like that's kind of a sad, like a sad bar to be setting. Like oh, I want a game where we you know we dominate the breakdown or we yeah. do this that the other night, just discipline. They looked like one of the world's best teams for about 90 seconds in that game. The opening 90 seconds of the game was sort of like that period with the All Blacks game. The All Blacks looked amazing when they were up 21-3 for about yeah. two minutes. And I thought... The All Blacks go, are going to do this by 50. Yeah, I was like, this would be a 50-point game. Yeah. And then it was a big comeback. Okay, anyway. Back to, this, back to the, uh, they, the Irish and the... Uh, the Irish, sorry. The Scottish yeah. and the Aussies. The Aussies started it with an absolute flyer. But the amount of times they... The referee missed like little knock-ons from Scotland, little bits that led to penalties. Like that very first tri- was the first try for Scotland. Mm, the Smith one. Yeah, it came off. Uh, it came from a knock-on off Australia, which was clear, and then went to a, um, a scrum. And for me, Alan Alatoa absolutely destroyed his opposite. I can't. I don't know his name. Uh, come on, two cents. You can do it. You Who can do it? it. Was it Sutherland? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, he absolutely destroyed him in the scrum. Like, and the, they popped it looked every day, and he was like, no, you're boring in. I was like, you're boring in, Zach. Luke Pierce. Yeah. And then I was like, irritated. I'm, I'm not an Australian fan whatsoever. I'd actually prefer to see Scotland win. I was but like, they had you on the bandwagon. Yeah, I was like, okay, that's, that's a bullshit call. And then they scored a try right off it. And mm. I was like, oh, that sucks. And then there were all these little infringements throughout the game that were going against Australia for... They were getting pinged on every little um, infringement they're making and all that sort of stuff, whereas the Scots were getting away with the odd knock-on here. And for me, I could almost see it. I was like trying to be- study their behaviour. They were getting frustrated. They yeah, were just yeah. like, there why was, are we getting pinged? And then the more they point, got frustrated, the more then their discipline just goes yeah, to shit. I remember and then they're the worst enemies. That they're, conversation they're, being had with the ref and the ref just getting... He was having enough of the Aussie mouth. Eh? He marched yeah. the 10 and... Yeah, yeah and I, I... Look, I'm... I'm a bloody New Zealander. Yeah. I've got no reason to be saying this. I would rather Scotland win. I really would. I, I really would. Oh, there we go. I, every time I look at that, There's I think... There's no light. <laughs> then it flashes. Oh, thank God. Thank God. The other ways, we're just two dudes. <laughs> just having a chair in front of a TV. <laughs> yeah. Good but, you know, so I had no reason to 
to, and then I, then at the end of the game, I was like, okay, well, this kind of works. That Scotland wins this game. It's a Murrayfield, and then yeah. Lo- Longhorn, the King tall. <laughs> Sorry, he's so tall. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, he scored a cracker of a try. Showed some in serious toe. He's actually a kind of outside back, come fly half. That's why he has the, the silky skills. Sorry, funny. <laughs> you know, that's kind of how they, they've, they've, they've forced him into the, the 10 jersey. Like Greg, Greg, Greg or Townsend is... Um, Other than his goal kicking, he looked like a he, He's kind of like D-Mac in that they, they're like, right, you're a good 15, but we want you to play 10, play yeah. 10, play 10. So that's that's kind of the role he's got. I'm just... Um, but yes, he's goal kicking. Got a Detroit IPA here. Nice. Next up. By our friends at Urbanaut. Uh, we're open to sponsorship. Urbanaut. I'll just give a thumbs up for <laughs> yeah. our, our listeners on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and yeah, exactly. all your uh, podcasting platforms. All your podcasting platforms. Um, what were we talking about? Sorry, before I started talking about Scottish, the Scottish getting away with some shit. Yeah, some janky stuff that was going out there. But yeah, getting goal. frustrated. And then they, they... Kinghorn misses that penalty. It could have won. That'll haunt him, that one. It was kickable. Kickable. He missed two. He missed the conversion for the first try. Yeah. And he missed the penalty. So he leaves five five points out there when it's a one-point game. And the Iceman lives up to his name. Yeah, he kicks them all. They win the game. He does, yeah. So. And a game that you kind of felt like they lost. You know, That was a weird game. I it was it, I enjoyed it. Yeah, for sure. As neutral, it was entertaining. I got emotionally invested in the... Um, a heartbreak of Australia's yeah. win. Mm. I don't know even how to explain that. You there were some good vibes. Though. I mean, Michael Hooper was back. That was yeah, a, bit it was of a good news story. He was he was, lying, he was smiling all yeah. the time. Yeah, happy to be out there. It was beautiful to see. Yeah. He uh, the number six. He's the Australian number six. Sorry. Um, I do put you on the spot, don't I? You are two cents for God's sake. Who you. was it in that game? Uh, was it Holloway? It was Holloway. Holloway did. An incredible pass that basically reminded me of Michael Liner's no look pass to David Campese in the nineteen ninety one semi final for the try. It wasn't a try, oh, but okay. just he was just looped around him and he came. It was just like wow. <laughs> I love those little moments. I was like, see a like, big man with good hands. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a big man with good hands. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed it, and but yeah, there was a lot of nice little moments, and I thought the Scots um, played pretty well. Remembering that they are without any of the guys who play uh, in Irk. England or play in France, kind of thing. Like they've no, got, their, got their Irk players, though, don't they? Yes, no Adam Hastings though, no Finn Russell didn't even get selected for the squad. So um, you got thoughts about that? I mean, Finn Russell's Finn Russell. He seems like a quality quality player. He's just. He's like, I don't know if you can compare him to Carlos Spencer, but he's that kind of guy who's just like, can do the most magic stuff, can also kind of shit the bed. But I mean... You want him in your team then. You want him in your... Maybe not for that game, but you want him when you're 12 points down, there's 20 minutes to go. If you need someone who... Like if your team's been struggling, you're not getting any go forward. If you want the guy to come up with a solution, he's your guy. Why is he out of favour? I think he's got a bit of a background with the coach. Oh, really? Yeah, there's definitely one game in the past where I think he kind of went off script and mm-hmm. they were losing and then they came back, I think it's the game I'm thinking of, to draw with England. Mm-hmm. So it's he kind of like gave the old middle finger to the coach, like, I'm not doing what you say, I'm doing what I think oh, we should yeah. do and it worked. He played and there was another... an audible. 
that was what they'd say in, oh, right, in, American, in American football. football. When they get a play, but yeah, then they yeah. go, I'm changing it! Yeah, that's right. Mm. And um, I think there was another time when during COVID times, him and a couple of other guys went out for a drink. Yeah. Broke team like curfews team or something. So something, he's yeah. kind of, a, they always describe him as a maverick. Bad boy. He's a bad boy. So not a coach's dream. Big dick energy. Big dick energy. Big, the biggest dick. So, so basically, two egos. Uh, I can't be in the same room at the same time. I think so. And the that seems to be it. Like, I mean, he does have his distractions. Like some people couldn't stand Carlos, like yeah. because you know you didn't know what you were going to get. I knew what those people were called. Dickheads. South Islanders. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Cantabrians. <laughs> Which guys? I love you, Canterbury. Yeah. Otherwise known as dickheads, um, according to two cents that is. Uh, <laughs> this one's going up on your channel. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, for the most part, I have a very enjoyable game of rugby. Who have the Australians got next? Uh, France, I believe. Tough. Ooh. Tough. That'll be a massive scalp if they can get that. Mm. That's the thing. Like, I could legit see Australia upsetting France in France, or I could see Australia getting beaten by thirty points. Like it could go. Yeah, like they're becoming just one of those. They're becoming the French, basically. I was about to say that. Yeah, they're becoming the French of the Southern Hemisphere, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Do you think they're gonna cause some teams some real problems at the World Cup in twenty twenty three? They could do. Yeah, I, I do back Rennie as a coach. I know his record's not that great, but it's average. Yeah, it's bang average. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very, it's poor. It's it's, it's worse than average. He's, he's not having a great shot over there. But I feel like he's um, a good coach who's not coaching well, if you know what I mean. Like, mm. I feel like he gets more and more panicked about his role. and he's Some making of his selection decisions do seem odd. kind of panicked. Where was like, big, um, big Will? Oh, he because it was outside the test window, he was still in uh, France. Yeah. Let me put a saying, him strap on a pair. He's a big human being. Is he? Rather. <laughs> he's giant. Yeah. He's one of the biggest human beings I've ever seen, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think he'll... And if he can play with, you know, some real determination and, and ferociousness that he's been showing in Europe, he, For should, sure. he should be able to show some... Add some value. To be honest, I just watched some highlights of him in Europe and I was like, holy... Well, he's a big unit, right? Yeah. yeah, and he's throwing his body around. Oh. Yeah. But no, it was good to have men's test match rugby back after a wee absence from the rugby Absolutely. We hadn't seen the European teams in action for quite some time. So Absolutely. Or the Japanese. We got a little bit of a fill of men's rugby, but we're getting to the business end of the women's game. Yes. Quarterfinals were played this weekend just gone. We're yes. now down to the final four. And it's we got there. It's pretty much the final four that everyone expected. Can I tell? I've loved the tournament so far. So many of the so many great games. Mm. So much emotion. Yeah, it's, watching World Cup is, is a special thing. It it just is. Mm. It really is. And this is the time if you're ever going to watch the game, you want you want to watch it. But it was average this weekend. Like very it, predictable. It's super predictable. Yeah. Nothing went tight. Like it's a quarterfinal series. We want some. I did. I, look, I did look back at 2019 from the men's and like the All Blacks thrashed Ireland, England pretty much thrashed the Aussies. Yeah, right. South Africa comfortably beat the Japanese. It was like, I think, 20-something three. Yeah, right. That was just a massive achievement for them to get there. And then yeah, and like, then the, the one close game was Wales and France, which I think was a one-pointer. But, yeah, yeah, I don't know. This weekend just felt 
more predictable. Yeah, exactly. And, and none of the games at any time you felt like the maybe the Italians and the um, the French first half was tight. The Canadians and the Americans the first half was tight. But yeah. still, you could see this team's on top, and it's a matter of time before they were going to break them down. Basically. Yeah, yeah, and that was. I think all four games were like sixty plus percent possession for like yeah. one team. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, 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 yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't the greatest round. Um, but not the greatest quarterfinal. And I hear what you're saying in terms of the men's World Cup back then. But there was a lot of actual heat going into that All Black yeah. Ireland game. Yeah, because the, the previous time... Yeah, they, the yeah. Irish had got up yeah. and the Irish were cock a That's maybe what was a little bit different about the yeah. build-up to those games. Hey, yeah, Ireland, you're probably going to meet us again in another quarterfinal. Quite possible. Probably. And it'd be great for you guys if you won, but I wouldn't be at all surprised. <laughs> Because <laughs> I feel for them. They've never, ever got out of a... Past of a, a quarterfinal. It's tough. It is tough. We kind of know that feeling for how many times the All Blacks went into a World Cup as oh, favourites and just didn't even make the final. I don't know. We know a different kind of feeling. A different kind of feeling. But we've got that kind of World Cup pain. Because I'm, I've got this video. One of my first ever videos is called Choke, Growing Up All Black and Blue. Right. And it's just about growing up from my time being four, right. watching the All Blacks win in 87, mm-hmm. through to them finally winning in 2011 yeah. and I just detail where I was what I was doing right. and what was happening with the team and the right. absolute gut-wrenching ass prolapsing right. pain that I was feeling in each right. of those particular episodes of my life and growing up through that period yeah and I got so many people Irish people going you don't know what you're fucking talking about <laughs> this is real pain <laughs> exactly yeah well, ours is kind of mitigated by the fact that we've since won two world cups that yeah, kind of yeah that, 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 that absolutely a, takes away from that took pain. away a lot of the sting but i still remember that pain that genuinely going into pain. those world cups every world cup you were like surely we can't fuck it oh, up God, again this mean, is going to be the time and then even we were, 99 i was like after the 95 heartbreak i was like oh after the last one we've got to be up for this this time yeah. and then it was 2003 2007 yeah. and yeah. then that fever pitch intense pressure the world cup in a home country in 2011 like like people couldn't even talk about it they were just That's getting right. so tense like yeah. it, there were all those memes going around going um stay calm perry's on and that's right we would just say like he was just on the field going calm the fuck down yeah i got this <laughs> basically yeah it was it's a hard time to explain to other people what they being in new zealand was like that during was that tough. period I watched in when you'd quarter that final. Oh, really? It was very, very intense. And even when we won, we celebrated very intensely for about 45 seconds. And then everyone just breathed. Right. Like, it just all, like, the ecstasy just got sucked out. And it was just relief. It was just like, it was just like letting a massive fart go. (laughs) You'd be clenching for that (laughs) long. You finally can. Yeah. I was in a bar in Wuhan, China. Fantastic. Watching a game with an Australian league fan. Really? Mm-hmm. And he, was he saying things like, ah, Billy Slater, <laughs> carve these bastards up. Yeah, I just remember smoking a lot of cigarettes through that game because... Um, you smoked cigarettes? I did at the time, did yeah. Did it was um, tense. At mm. uh, one point when... Uh, I think I was smoking darts that night too, actually. Tran Duke lining up a shot that he missed. I couldn't even watch it. I had uh, to go take a slash. I was, we were outside. I was, what, I was 28, I think, at the time. And... Um, uh, my mate, who's a massive rugby fan, but he's not particularly great with the ladies. And he, well, he's all right. He has like he he has a he used to have the scattergun approach. Okay, just basically just hit on everybody you can. You'll and get some success. Something eventually. will happen. He wouldn't do it in a way. He'd definitely take a note, ladies. He wasn't 
sexual predator or anything right. like that. He'd take a no like anyone's business and right. just go move on. Appreciate your forward honesty. Yeah. But he, he shacked up with some German girl. Mm. Um, she had more teeth than I've ever seen on a human being. She just had a mouth that was just like... All teeth. And you're like, whoa! And, he's, and he just spent the whole of the 2011... He's a huge rugby fan. He spent the whole of the 2011 final just making out with his German girl. And, wow. and I've... I, and he, and he's, such, he's still such an intense rugby fan when you bring it up. He's like, nah, 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 I was watching, but... No, he wasn't. He wasn't. He was not watching that at all. So Simon Jonas, we still remember. We still remember. Never forget. Never forget. Look how, look how disappointed Mark Two Cents looks. For those listening, Mark Two Cents. Shaking his head. Yeah. Disgust. Yeah. How do we get onto that? We were talking about the women's quarterfinals. <laughs> <laughs> and we're talking about... My mate, <laughs> get out with the German. Yeah. Uh, so, um... So. To bring it back to the quarterfinals, they all went pretty much according to plan. The uh, French beat the Italians, we beat the Welsh. Yes. The English beat the Australians, and the Canadians beat the US. The top score from a losing side was 11 points. Yeah. The lowest score from a winning side was 32. This is what we're talking about by none of these games. These sounds like stats. Yeah, these, these, these games were not close. Yeah, they really weren't. Can I outline... Best case scenario for the rest of the tournament and worst case scenario. Okay, okay. What would you like to start with? Worst case or best case? Let's go with the worst case. Worst case scenario. Uh, the English absolutely pump Canada. the Cana- Canada, Canada and it makes a mockery of their being a top four. Right. Like they beat them by 40 points. Okay. Okay. Canada never, that could very, very likely happen. Okay. And they get through the final. I think they can, I think you could. Smart money is on England. The, the thing hottest. I do like about uh, Canada is. England score a lot of tries from their mall, mm-hmm. and Canada score a lot of tries from their mall. So if there's one team that's maybe set up to negate the English mall other than the French, it's the Canadians. I don't think any other team has as good a chance as the Canadians. The Canadians fought ca- back. Is Canada fully professional? Why are they no, so good I in the game? A lot of their players play in the Premier 15s in England, right. but the Canadian national team, I think, is amateur. So it's kind of... They're showing up the men, aren't they? Mm-hmm. The men are hopeless, yeah, sadly. Yeah. Kieran Crowley, isn't he the coach over there? He used to be. I used to really enjoy watching him play. Uh, it's, who was John Alomu's manager? Uh, Kingsley the, Jones, yeah, right? Yeah, it's yeah. his son who's the Canadian I saw coach. a Welshman is coaching. He's hopeless. Yeah, right, okay. He's hopeless. Yeah, he's like a, yeah, he's a, I don't want to say cheap, but he's a, the, Cheap, did you say? I just mean like they, 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 they wanted to go for a coach who wasn't going to break the bank. I think, <laughs> the budget. I think, a budget. He's a, yeah, he's so, the, right. he's the no brand. Okay, yeah, right. Sad to say. I think that, I think, they call me for, out if I'm wrong. I mean, for like a no frills Warren Gatlin. Basically, yeah, basically. <laughs> Sad, what would you play Gatlin Ball? Is it Warren Ball or Gatlin Ball, they used to say? Warren Ball. Warren Ball. Mm, I don't like Warren Ball. Mm. Boring. Anywho. So uh, worst case scenario, worst the Canadian, English pump the Canadians. Which could very likely happen. We lose relatively convincingly to the, front, uh, the, the, French, f- yeah. the French. By the way, this is from a Kiwi perspective. Of course. This, this scenario that I'm painting. And then the final is a poorly attended um, France, game like we saw before where it was like people walk away talking about how great one of the size defense was. And England went... <laughs> And and then it's like, oh, cool. Right. That was great. It was fantastic, everybody. Swing your poise around. Okay. Best case scenario. Okay. The Canadians have an absolute blinder. Play the game of their lives. 
push it to a bit of a thriller, right. but eventually get outclassed by, by the English. By the English. Okay. the English walk away with a five-point victory. Right. Okay. But having a pretty good run under their belt. We have an epic encounter. It's defense versus attack, amazing yeah. attack during the French. The French have some great plays. You know, it's up to the last 10 minutes. We pull away in the last 10 minutes relatively comfortably to be definitely secured okay. as, you know, finalists. finalists. Yeah. And then the final at an absolute sold out Eden Park. Park yep. You know, poise going, swing your motherfucking poise. You know, like mm-hmm. really get into Poyer's blasting. Yeah. You know, incredible hucker. Fifty thousand people there mm-hmm. at Eden Park for the final, and then these two teams with the absolute total antithesis, antithesis of approach in mm-hmm. terms of total out attack and flair, where yeah. and, and you know pace on the ball and and trying to do everything they can to play at speed mm-hmm. versus England's total incredible machine-like professionalism mm. and their incredible dominant Moore. Mm. They score many tries yeah. from Moors. They, you know, their pick and goes are amazing. Yeah. You know, it's a clear night and we put on a fucking freak show on the backs. Right. We score some absolute epic tries mm. and it's a to-and-fro battle. Nice. You know, are you getting pumped? Yeah. <laughs> you know, be. and like, and it's punch, counter-punch. The moment you think it's safe, they come back. Goes extra time. Oh man! Goes extra time. Ruby two. We're out of it. Ruby two scores in the corner. What's the name of the number ten? Demont. Demont has a kick to win it for us. Misses it. Goes extra time. Okay. Mm. Goes extra time. It's the extra time period is basically exactly the same as the game. Two tries apiece. Oh man! <laughs> Who would have thought is going to happen? And and uh, Woodman does some absolute freak, freak show stuff. crap yeah. to win the game in the last moment of the what it will be 120 minutes at that stage yeah, or something. Sure. They raise the World Cup. The world women's world rugby goes absolute bananas. It's all over Twitter. It's you know even people who don't even follow rugby are like, did you see this incredible game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. People the stadium, videos to stadium it. is just going absolutely batshit amazing, and you know the English are heartbroken right. because they've been incredibly dominant. Yeah, what a different picture. The worst case True. scenario versus the best case Could scenario. Could go two very different yeah. ways. Or yeah. some alternatives in the middle. It's so much more likely to go that worst case scenario. <laughs> that was a pretty epic epic game I, I played out for you. Did, yeah, did, no. Did, did you feel like... That'd be like the rugby you, is the you, rugby. Because it's just like, rugby. Rugby. You, you can play the game in more than one way. Yeah. Rugby. You don't yeah. have to just spin it to your actual time. You can maul the shit out of it. Yeah. Rugby. You can just not have the best world forwards. Yeah. And you can just... Fucking, you get your wingers to just score stupid tries with offloads. Yeah. Like, that's that's rugby. That'd be a very that's rugby. Rugged. That'd be a rugby final. Very rugby. Very rugby. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I hope you're pumped North by North that. North versus South. Yeah, no, that'd be yeah, right. Exactly. I came. I had a loose idea of what I wanted that game to be, but it became even more. No, anything below that's going to be disappointing, <laughs> isn't it? You hit the bar. We won, but it wasn't. We didn't win it an extra time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I do think it's going to be... It's still going to be fascinating to watch, like I said, because the two big forward packs, England-Canada, and then France, who just seem to have a bit of everything. Yeah. Like, they can score from nowhere. They can maul it. They've got incredible defense. Like, they seem, like, just very well-rounded. 100%. So, no, it's going to be a fun game. For a stat for you, if I'm not mistaken, the English maul it 11 times 
against um, the Australians. Australians and the Black Ferns didn't maul at once. Yeah, 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 yeah. And <laughs> the Black Ferns looking good. The Black Ferns have are nervous starters though. Mm. They have not played well in the first 15 minutes True. of any of their games. Like the Welsh were in it yeah, that's for, right. for a while. That's you know. right. The scrub looked a bit better from the Black Ferns, which was pleasing. Different, different front row from yeah, the, the, sure. the other game. Um, uh, the girl from the Deep South scored a try in the game. The number three. Mm. I'm sorry, I forgot. I think her name is Amy. Okay. I-E-E or A-M-Y? A-M-Y. Okay. Yeah. That's my preferred way of spelling Amy. No offense to anybody who's A-I-M-E-E. They're both acceptable, but... Send your hate to Mark Two Cents. I just like fewer letters. Yeah, right. How do you think I should spell my name then? Do you not just spell it T O M Y? There's oh. really no way to spell that any shorter. I mean, you can spell it with an I, but it's the same like, length. It's more would of a female it, would version. It be, would it really offend you if I spelt my name T A O I N E E E and said it was Irish? Yeah, oh, if, it, if it had some heritage to it and it wasn't just you being a fuckwit, then that'd be all right. <laughs> I have, I worked with an Irish girl called Maeve. Okay. How do you think you spelled her name? Oh, Jesus. Maeve. Maeve. Does it start with an M? Yeah, it does. Start. You get that right there. And Is I might like, spell this wrong for any Irish people listening, but I'll do my best attempt. So like M-I-A-H or something? No. So... I just thought it looked as Neve. Uh, instead of N-E-V-E, it's like N-I-A-M-H. No, no, get this. So it was uh, Maeve. M E A. M E A D H B or something like oh, that. Irish spellings are pretty next level. Siobhan. Siobhan Siobhan. Yeah, Siobhan. Yeah. Well, my name is O'Sullivan, which was O'Sullivan, which is spelled with a B, with a H A I N originally. Right. O'Sullivan, by the way, it translates to one eyed. Which there you go. gives people, it's pretty accurate on a lot of my sort of uh, rundowns of games. Definitely. Yeah. 100%. Anyway, I really want to see my epic game that I just described in. That would be classic. We've still got the two semi-finals to go Yes, and I hope we have a couple of great games for those mm. as well. I hope the, Can- the Canadians put on a great account of themselves. But one thing that I am enjoying about uh, this World Cup, and I did enjoy it from the weekend, I did kind of bag the quality, not the quality, but just the lopsidedness of yeah. the encounters that we got. The other thing that irritated me is that we saw a bunch of games we'd already seen. Yeah, two of you the know, games were replays. Yeah, it's like, New Zealand, uh, Wales again, and the USA, Canada, literally from the week before. Why they, like, no offense to Wales, but why the hell were they in the quarterfinals? They lost, they won one game that was, you know, I, I don't quite understand how... Yeah, the women's game doesn't quite have the parity yet that the men's game has. And the men's game has been kind of building its depth. I mean, you used Japan as an example before, like how Japan years ago was a team that got 100 plus points put on them. And now, you know, they almost beat the All Blacks. They're giant killers. The fact that teams like Wales and Italy and Scotland and whatnot are finally getting professional contracts and means we should see that gap. Close between the likes of an England and New Zealand. You know, even New Zealand's been kind of late to the party. Yeah, they had to lose a couple of games over in Europe to to really kickstart. Well, that. we're going to see the test now. We're going to see. Mm. We're going to see us play those teams that we lost to to see where we're really at. That's right. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I, I I said I wanted to say something good about them, but said something bad about right. the women's game. But what I kind of love about it is the femininity of it in terms of. Uh, one thing that you know the women will always say about men is we don't 
we're not very good at expressing our emotions right. and we don't let it all out there and all that yeah. sort of stuff and I'm really loving that femininity on a rugby field like at the end of a game like mm. they re- like uh, blokes are sort of you know handshake to the bro hug yeah. you know look a little bit gutted when they lose or something yeah. but you see when the women's game they fucking they're holding each other yeah, yeah, they're yeah. whispering in each other's ears and I'm proud of you yeah. like tears are streaming like and like I'm not saying it at all it's soft in any way I'm saying it's beautiful right. and I, I, I'd say it would be great to see you do see elements of that from the men's game but it's so much more just prevalent mm. and unashamed and because it shouldn't be shameful in any way and it's a lovely and it's a beautiful thing to see mm. and the after match interviews like often they're, they're choking up because it means so mm. much there's you know when you put so much effort into something it's okay with it being emotional yeah, sure. you know it's, it's it's kind of a beautiful thing yeah. and the funny thing and i kind of love it and we've talked about this before but when it's on the field like any time I've ever hung out with a group of women, if somebody says, you know what, I went for a walk this morning, everyone's like, good for you. <laughs> it's so great. Oh, which I should walk with you. That would be so nice. I don't know what I would say if you said that to me, but it would not be But you know, they're far more supportive right, of right. each other. And then when something good happens on the field, they're like, yes, freaking unplayable ball it's a turnover like they're so pumped right, about pumped it and like yeah, and they're just true. just free whereas men like we there is the um, we get up and there's a bit of machoism but yeah, like yeah, they've yeah. got there is a machoism to the women's game in those moments but there's just freely expressed emotion Russia, yeah, which women have bad. always been better with and men I'm probably going to get a bunch of crap about this feedback about that about this this whatever rant I've been on about how sexist it was but I do believe there is to be cancelled there is feminine traits and, and, and masculine traits, and I think it's beautiful to see f- more feminine traits on a rugby field. I will say one thing after, because I went to the games not this week, just gone, but the week before. Yeah. I saw the likes of you know Japan taking on Italy and um, uh, the US and Canada and whatnot. But after the Japan Italy game, the Italian players, a handful of them, just came over yeah. to because I was sitting on the grass embankment. Yeah. There were Italian fans there, Kiwi fans. Wanted, they were just hanging out for like twenty minutes, yeah, yeah, yeah. taking selfies and just shooting the breeze. And yeah. the H, not HR, like the health and safety guy was like, "You guys need to move the fuck away. <laughs> you need to go over there." And they would not move. They were not moving. This like, is their moment. He's like sitting there with his arms crossed. I mean, he was kind of enjoying it, but also like, Come on, this, I'm going to get enough. shit here. So, but no, it was great. Like, again, you could not see that happening. I mean, you do see the men's teams go around and they'll take selfies with people, but yeah. to literally come like onto the fan side of the fence yeah. and just hang out for yeah, yeah, 20 yeah. minutes. Have a good time. Really? Yeah, no, it was fantastic to see. I, awesome was, to see. I was loving it. So, yeah, no, it's been... It's been pretty good. Yeah, it, it, and it's, it's it is lovely to see, and, and I think part of that them just enjoying the moment, yeah. Because they don't, they definitely don't get as many moments as the men's yeah, game do, for sure. You know, whereas the men probably see it as more of a chore. Yeah, or, yeah they're used to it. Eh? This is like such a, a wonderful moment, you know. Mm. I guess it's kind of like in the men's game when you see teams that don't really hope to get past the. The pool stages, like, I mean, I remember the Russians at the last uh-huh. World Cup, like the Namibians, like these guys, you'll sometimes see them give really emotional, yeah. more more, more than normal emotional interviews because these guys maybe aren't even professional yeah, players. Yeah, yeah, they've yeah. got the whole world looking at them for that short time. This so is, it means yeah, more than this is it. This is what they've worked the whole time to. Yeah. They've grown up in an environment where rugby wasn't a big game. But yeah, they, you had to fight for it kind of they thing. They bloody loved it. Yeah, yeah, and that's very similar to the woman. Like, yeah. they've had to fight to be... Yeah. 
you know, professional players. Mm. And still so many of them aren't, you know? Beers were like $11, which cost more than my match day ticket. My match day ticket for three games was $10.30, 30 cents processing fee. Maybe they're making the money off the booze. because beer was a little... Not many people were drinking. That was the most well-behaved crowd I've ever seen. I saw, you know, the women's game, uh, there was a streaker. Oh, really? There was a streaker in the Wales... New Zealand game mm. and I saw someone on Twitter saying oh I think it's so inappropriate for there to be a streaker on a woman's game with with kids and women watching or something and it was a woman saying this and she was saying it just gets my feminist fire going and I so I've got to be honest with you I wrote a tweet oh I, no I tweeted it and I deleted it after five minutes <laughs> I'm one of those guys. I write a tweet and then I think, you this know what, I don't want to get it. And all I said in my tweet was basically, I love a streaker. Mm-hmm. It's a bit of a laugh. It's always offended some people. Yeah. But I don't know why the gender of the competitors should impact mm. how appropriate the streaker should be. That's a, males yeah. and women, males and women, women and, ma- and men have been streaking at events mm-hmm. s- since freaking Joseph played first five for Bethlehem. You know? It wasn't Mary doing the streaking. Right. But, you know, it's, and it's, I fucking love it. It's a laugh. Yeah. It, it, it's funny. And he, they're naked, right? But there's, there's, there's a lot of so streakers these days that go on the half ass and they just yeah. kind of run on. They're more pitch invaders than streakers. But even, I've seen a few, but totally nut. But it's freaking, you're seeing it from like 15 meters away. Yeah. And it's a body that's there. There's nothing arousing or like, I'm not offended. I'm yeah. not like, oh my God. It's hilarious. I love a streaker yeah, as well. I love a streaker. Chiefs and I against that Blues, man. Chiefs against yeah, Blues a few years yeah. ago. The greatest, he, I think he was going for a Super Rugby tryout. Yeah. Because he goes onto the field in the nut and he avoided the security for so long. Yeah. But you know, there's always that one or two security guys. You can tell them from, they're actually wearing rugby boots. A lot of the security guys are wearing shoes. Yeah. There's always at least two who are wearing rugby boots. Like these are the guys. These are the guys who are going to, they're going to get on the field and they're going to fuck you up. And they love it. They love it. <laughs> they're, they're, they're waiting <laughs> for it. What a huge moment for them. Like, I get to make a yeah. massive king hit yeah. on Eden Park. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Against some guy who doesn't know what's coming. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. And that's beautiful too. And they kind of, you know, feel sorry for them because they're, they are, they're, they're asking for it. <laughs> the, this is part of the deal. This is yeah, the deal. Absolutely. I signed up for this. Yeah, this is gladiatorial. Yeah. <laughs> we should make the streaker games and just have it like uh, a team of streakers versus a team of security guards. Mm. And like, it's just That'd every- be great halftime entertainment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a bunch of naked people <laughs> with no boots on on a muddy field against yeah, a bunch of yes. like 120 kilo security yeah, guards. Yeah, yeah. Who all the they've got just you know 30 seconds of running in them, <laughs> but they can freaking crush you into next week if they yeah. actually hit you. Yeah, that'd be yeah. the last one standing. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Comment if you want that's you want to see that as a sport. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to do it. But I deleted that tweet because all the tweets below it were just like, yeah, it's disgusting. These guys are sex offenders. Fucking, nobody wants to see your dick. And all this sort of stuff. And I was like, you, you, know, don't, you don't have to look. You can look away. <laughs> Cover the kids' eyes. Um, but I, well, I made one be... comment just sticking up to the streak and just saying I thought it was funny. And I thought, you know what? I'm just going to get absolutely assassinated. Yeah. Yeah, so I took it down. So I don't even know. I think she was a female rugby personality right. who made the tweet. In in an age of everyone having a camera in their pocket with a phone, streaking, you got to be pretty bold or pretty intoxicated to be yeah. doing that. Yeah. And if, if you got it in, yeah, go for it. 
Just like, expect to get smashed. And I think it's a quality. Like, expect to get banned. Males games. I figure it's a big sign for the women's game. You it's, made it. It's a you sign that you've made it. Yeah, it's you like having like bots on a YouTube bots. comments <laughs> channel kind of thing. Yeah, to, to get a You've got enough people in there for someone to be appeased. Yeah. Basically. 100%. 100%. All right. And uh, next week, yeah, we've talked about those games. I think England are... England is your final, I think, would be that's, the most I think that's likely, what I think that's what we're pulling for. But then it would not surprise me for your worst case scenario of the French-English final and maybe, in terms of attendance being a bit of a dud, it wouldn't be surprising to see the Black Ferns go up. But like you said, we don't know where they're and at. The, the, and then we win the bronze. I think we'll probably mm. take out Canada, won't we? And mm. then they'll get 12,000 people at the final. I should say, people at the game I went to tended to come for the game that they wanted to see and then yeah. bugger off because it's only yeah. $10 a ticket. So Yeah, we've talked about this. Like, yeah. These sellouts don't look like sellouts. Yeah. A lot of fans, literally a lot of fans would come and then leave and the other ones would trickle in. So yeah, it yeah. looks worse on the camera. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some people saying, oh, why aren't people getting out there? Well, I haven't got to a single game. Well, last week was the only opportunity. Well, the two weekends I wanted to go to, were, I was told they were sold out. Last week I pretty could have gone when the games you were going to, yeah. but I was up, up north. north. And then this weekend, I don't have any skin. Yeah, I pissed oh, down this weekend. Yeah, oh, it was it was biblical. Yeah, it was really bad. It was, I was, it was, it just my, 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 my lawn was, it was a, what, it cleared up though. It went yeah, for about, the second game was better. It went for about an hour of that. Or a bit more. Yeah, yeah. it was absolutely just. Housing. Baddest. And then we had a couple of... We had a, it was a beautiful day the day before. Yeah. Yeah. Very surprising. Should have played it the day before, guys. Mm. All right. Uh, we'll get a question for you. Um, I saw your power rankings video on Irk. Oh, right? yeah, on the old URC. And I wanted to know, what is the difference between your power rankings and just the general ladder? Because I, I are they similar? Or? They should be similar, but with the power rankings, I kind of give teams more credit for beating stronger teams. Right. So you kind of get more points. You get less points for beating a weak team. I give you more points if you win away. So if you beat, give you less points if you, if beat, you win at home, beat. and I give you more points if you win by a big margin, kind of like so a bonus zebra, point. zebra get up and beat Leinster. They're going to get a big chunk, uh, and, and Leinster's going to get punished. So they'll go down four, and they'll go yeah, up something four. like that. But um, also, I also reduce the the weighting of the older games. So for the a, game, the games from round one are worth much less than the games from round seven. Do you have a seven. matrix system that works it out? Or is it just sort of gap? I have, I have a formula which I follow. It's not actually my so thoughts. A, it's I'll, it's uh, it's legit. I put the numbers in, and that spits the numbers out. Oh really? I'm glad you don't have thoughts. That makes I don't have any thoughts. No thoughts from two cents there. Um, if to I, be honest though, I should say the formula is not the finished product. I've been doing it for. Um, for several years now and every year by about the final quarter of the season the if you go, I'm looking at it that's not fucking right really? so I will do some manual adjustments I'm still I tweak it every year to try and make it more accurate you're, you're creating an algo basically trying wow. to create an algo he's a stats man this guy I love the stats so uh, if the dragons mm-hmm. beat beat the stormers mm-hmm where will the Stormers go and where will the Dragons go? Can you tell me? I'd have to run the numbers. Because <laughs> the Dragons are down there. Basically, well, the Dragons are two wins in a row Because I, I don't... I'm not watching as much as I should. Because, mm. But this is just stupid, by the way. Fucking goddamn World Cup overload. I yeah. fucking love sport. I really do. But can you not have three World Cups on Cricket the same... World... Cricket World Cup. 
love the cricket. I've, I've, I love I, the I cricket. I haven't watched one second of it. Oh, we had a cracking win over Australia, and we we beat we, the Aussies. Yeah, we did. We towed them up at a World Cup. Yeah, we beat them by freaking near hundred runs, and then we've just absolutely is this the fifty over one or the twenty over one? Twenty over, okay. and then we absolutely pumped the Sri Lankans. We got a dud of a result due to the crappy weather in Australia against okay. Afghanistan. Afghanistan took half. We got rained out, so a game where it's like it's this right. guaranteed win. We're gonna yeah, win. We're gonna beat Afghanistan. We freaking we drew it, right. so we got half the points. Same as what we did with the Italians at the last World Cup. Yeah, although okay, Afghanistan say they gutted a bit, which I'm sure they are actually because yeah. they, had, they had two games rained out. Both of the games at the MCG, which is like the you know they're the mecca. That's the mecca of cricket, especially mm. in our part of the world. Um, and you know now we got uh, I think we got England. Oh, this is in a cricket podcast, is it? But hey, there's a League World Cup too. Yes, which I'm very very invested in. Very invested. I in. haven't seen a second of it. In the weekend we played Ireland. Somebody compared in the comments, them. I think it was Jezza, compared the Women's World Cup to the Rugby League World Cup and that basically it's massacre, 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 massacre until the top teams meet at the end. Uh, definitely in the past because the only top teams were um, New Zealand, Australia and England. They were, they were the top teams by far. But the rules have changed substantially to the point where it's, there's... You know, it's what a lot of Pacific Island team players have been advocating for that gives them freedom to right. play for their home nations. So a lot of the Australian-based players are choosing, and New Zealand-based players are choosing to play for Tonga and Australia right. and Samoa. So those teams are stronger than they would have been. Samoa is chocked full of Penrith Panthers. Mm. You know who are the NRL champions at the moment. I'm really getting into this, aren't I? I'm sorry. And they, but they unfortunately they had just arrived in England and actually got towed up by England mm. in a game that everyone thought could be relatively close okay. but they had a must win game against France today and absolutely pumped them oh, wow. which is setting up a giant giant quarterfinal between Tonga who are stacked with massive NRL talent and, and, and Samoa which is you would drive around here man drive around here do you even notice all the Samoan and Tongan flags yeah people's all cars? the cars yeah you know why because it's, it's, it's for the World Cup for this, the league yeah for the league it's a big the league's a bigger deal it's a big than deal. the rugby over here in Auckland anyway <laughs> for, for Samoa and Tonga yeah this is this is their fucking jam man yeah yeah they're massive on because them. their teams are more competitive yeah and they've got this huge talent talent yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Massive. Some of the biggest players in the game. And New Zealand's looking very good too, so... It's, it should be... A, but you're right, there are a lot of lopsided games in there as well. They've got okay. Jamaica playing. Oh. Hmm. They're not particularly good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I, I'm sorry about that. Uh, I ranted about two... What, two sports that weren't rugby for quite a period of time. Because there's too many World Cups on at the same too time. Too many World Cups! And then I'm trying Just to... Just FYI, there's a lot of rugby union on in November. Like if you're talking about men's I, test matches, and watching cricket's the three-hour commitment, you know, like yeah, fuck the cricket. Oh, the cricket's great. Love the cricket. I used to like cricket. Get back into it. No, don't. You don't have time. No, don't have time. I don't have time either. God. And then I'm gonna edit these videos. We're we're looking forward to this Wales oh, video. Oh, stop talking about my. Fucking... I'm just gonna read a piece of paper. Put some dick jokes in there. There is dick jokes in there. That's all what it's about. Distracted. One thing you can guarantee you, dick jokes. That's it. Dick jokes, dick jokes and taxes. You're not going to get taxed by my videos though. Anyway, I think we've covered a, a whole array. Oh, a whole lot of stuff. A whole lot of stuff. 
went on some very strange tangents, tangents but yeah. I think that's the name of the game, really, isn't it? Good luck with the editing of this one to chop out. I'm just going to let it run. And... Uh, just run the whole thing. That's what I do. <laughs> yeah. Record a video, upload to YouTube. There we go. All right, well, well done. Yes. Congratulations. We will meet potentially for a stream this weekend. Potentially. I will, I will talk to my old man to see... Worst case scenario. Well, not worst case. Maybe best case scenario. Bring the bring your old man here. Oh. Gazza and the T-Dog. <laughs> calling yourself the T-Dog? I am calling myself the T-Dog. Yeah, I, his name's Gazza, so... The I, ball's on this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Gazza and the T-Diz? Well, your dad calls himself Gazamania, for God's sake. Yeah. He didn't give himself that name, though. The Gazamania the, out! The chat, the chat gave him that oh, name. Oh, your dad's chat on the other night. A bloody hell, there was a lot of bloody good players out there, but bloody by crikey, the All Blacks will be asking themselves a few bloody questions. I bloody well tell you that. Bloody hell. Fozzie, oh, people say he's not a bloody good coach, but he's going to have to answer some bloody questions. Retallic, I thought that was a bloody pissball call for bloody hell's sake. What kind of bloody sport are we paying us these days? Bloody hell. And like I say, if we do it in Europe, Bloody Wales, England, and Scotland will be bloody because there's a good chance they could bloody beat us. I mean, this team's better than that. I sincerely believe it, but uh, Jesus, they need a bloody shake from somewhere. I don't know from bloody where, but they need to get their bloody shit together. <laughs> like, yeah. that was pre- that's, that's my. Brilliant. Was that a good gazer? That's, that's quintessential gazer. <laughs> was, was that a good gazer? Yeah, that's uh, a pretty good gazer. I'll play that, and I'll play that back to back with the recording of your. With the, we'll get a Miami him feature. No, he'll love it. He'll feature. He'll love it. it. Okay. If you stayed all the way through this podcast, Gazza, to get this far, yes, let us know what you thought of Tony's impression. Cheers, and you, we will play Gazza's actual recording. Okay. Yeah, that will be the one piece of editing I will do. Okay. Although I really do want to put in a mega cut of all your dick jokes. Too much time. Get the whales video. All your dick jokes. And there was one point where I made an attempt at a dick joke and just pulled out of it. No, because you you were because I love you because you I feel like you're drinking more on your podcast your live streams at the moment. And there was when the um Japanese scored at the end of the game. You went ah fuck. (laughs) (laughs) That's a try. Fuck. Holy shit. I don't remember that. Yeah, you went, you went, fuck. <laughs> it was the longest fuck. <laughs> it went for a long time. Longest fuck of my life. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. The longest fuck of your life is about 10 seconds. <laughs> your lucky <Yeah>. wife. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, fantastic. Thank you all for watching. If Make sure you subscribe far, to um, you did well. Two Cents. And this is on my channel. Distracted. You're probably here, but there yeah. you go. He's there. I am here. Subscribe. Press the button. Yeah. Ha-da-da. Take care, folks. Be well.